Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, strength and conditioning specialist of the Natty Hour, and thank you everybody for tuning back into this week's episode. So welcome to episode 58. In this week's episode, I actually want to go over six things that I wish I knew before I started my fitness journey. You know, before I share some of these biggest things that I wish I knew a lot sooner in my fitness journey, I want you all to know that it's okay if you're struggling and it's okay if you had to learn a lot of lessons along your journey. I honestly think that those obstacles and hardship is what makes the rewards in the end, worth it. But with that in mind, you know, let me take some time today to share with you some of the lessons that will surely help you stop getting in your own way. For those who don't know, my fitness journey, it began when I was transitioning from high school to university. While I grew up, you know, I did play every sport under the sun. It was during this time period, though, that things really started to change for me. I had just tried out for the university basketball team, but I didn't end up making the cut. Not because I wasn't quick enough or I had a weak jump shot. It was because I wasn't big enough. This news, it actually hit me really hard hard when I told that you're too small to be on the team. Ever since I was a kid, I was always told that I was too skinny and I needed to put some meat on them bones. I ate as much as the next kid, but I just couldn't gain weight. So when my basketball career had to come to an end due to an insecurity that I had my entire life, it was in that moment that I knew I needed to make a drastic change. I stopped with the cardio and started lifting some weights. After seeing some results, I then started to prioritize my nutrition and did something that was and still is probably the scariest thing to do as a woman, eat more than 1200 calories a day. It's been over 10 years of trial and error that has brought me to where I am today, where I went from being that insecure girl weighing 90 pounds to where I am today weighing 145 pounds. I've completely transformed my physique for the first time actually. I completely feel comfortable and confident in my own skin. Over 10 years of figuring things out and consistently putting in the work to get my body to this place of happiness and confidence, but I can't help but wonder, maybe those 10 years could have been seven. So here are six things I wish I knew that maybe could have made my 10-year journey only seven years. The first one, comparing yourself to someone else is not going to speed up your results. Too often, we let the success of others discourage us, where we allow it to make us feel like we aren't doing enough or we're doing something wrong 
Instead, we should actually be focusing on letting the success of others be a sign that, hey, it's possible for us. It's so easy, though, you know, to get caught up in the comparison and judgment game, especially when it's all shared all over social media. All we see is everyone's highlight reel. But that's not to say that those who have had a taste of success haven't faced their own adversity along the way. All that comparing and judging is doing is eating away at our precious time that we could be spending to get ourselves to where we want to be. So don't let the success of others discourage you because you think it was easier for them. You don't know the whole story. You don't know what they had to go through to get to where they are. So instead, just simply let the success of others inspire you and push you to focus and achieve your goals. Because if anyone ever did it, then you can too. Lesson number two, the scale is nothing more than a collection of data and has nothing to do with the person you decide to be each day. Too often, we are letting the results of the scale impact our mood. And I want you to ask yourself, why are you allowing that to happen? Listen, fat loss, it is not linear. It's not going to ever move in a steady downward direction that we want it to each day. And we have to be okay with that. I think it's so important for everyone to, do, to just understand and set this expectations for themselves right off the bat. It's so easy to get frustrated and discouraged if you see the scale weight fluctuate and you don't understand that it's actually completely 110% normal. The scale is going to fluctuate and in all honesty, I really do think that the scale can be a really bad way to measure short-term progress on a day-to-day basis, even week-to-week basis, especially for women because of our menstrual cycle. The scale, it is going to fluctuate day-to-day and that's something that we just can't ever control. And there are several reasons for that. It can be something as simple as inconsistencies with our meal timing, maybe inconsistencies with our sodium and water intake. Maybe it's that time of the month. Has your stress actually increased? That poor sleep management, are you sick? And sometimes the most annoying reason the scale fluctuates is for no reason at all. There's not always going to be a reason. It's just going to happen for no reason at all. So please, please, please stop getting hung up on the day-to-day fluctuations. You know, why are you getting so worked up over something that is completely normal? It's actually abnormal to see that number perfectly going down day-to-day, even week-to-week. It just doesn't work that way. You know, the scale, it's not a good measurement of that short-term progress. It is, however, a better measurement for long-term progress. If you lose 30 pounds in six months, who really gives a shit what the scale says on a day-to-day basis during that time period? So stop letting the scale control your life. Lesson number three, food is your fuel, but it's also how we socialize. So stop punishing yourself for simply enjoying your life. This one was huge for me when I finally realized that there's actually no such thing as bad foods. Let let, let that sink in for a second. There are no such thing as bad foods. Now hear me out. 
did you know that our body doesn't have an indicator in us as to what different sources of protein, carbs, and fats are made of? It's actually true. There's not like a little machine in your body saying, oh, well, that carb source came from a carrot versus that carb source came from a cookie. It doesn't actually differentiate the types of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. It just recognizes a protein, a carb, and a fat when you have consumed and digested it. The difference though, because I know you're probably like, well, there is a difference between a cookie and a carrot. And the difference between these types of food is simply how satiated you feel after consuming it. Some are more calorie dense and some are more nutrient dense. That doesn't make one worse than the other. That doesn't make one good or bad. There's just going to be a difference when it comes to how satiated you are going to feel after consuming it. So of course though, having whole nutritious foods every single day is important. I am not discrediting that and it's necessary for our longevity of life, but it doesn't have to be 100% of your calorie intake for the day. You can only consume so many nutrients during the day where there is gonna be an inverse effect at some point. It's totally healthy and safe though to incorporate a few treats here and there in your diet every day if you wish. The biggest rule of thumb that helped me, that was a big game changer for me, was to focus on consuming 80% of my food each day from whole nutrient-dense items, and the remaining 20%, it could be a treat. It can be something that I enjoy, something I look forward to each day. So instead of getting hung up on good foods versus bad foods, just focus on tracking your macronutrients because if you have a pizza, if you crave the pizza, have a slice of pizza. You just want to ensure that it fits within your macronutrient targets and you're still prioritizing getting a sufficient amount of fiber, fruits, and vegetables. We have to stop with this all or nothing mindset that we have to consume these foods and avoid those foods because at the end of the day, those foods are always going to be there. And with that all or nothing mentality, it's crippling you from sustaining your results because it's making you a slave to the gym, a slave to that treadmill. Instead of trying to avoid the consumption of quote unquote bad foods, why not focus on including foods with high micronutrient density, high fiber and high protein, and make room for small amounts of foods that you enjoy. As cliche as it is to say, everything within moderation, it is all about that balance. That doesn't mean that the foods that you're consuming that you enjoy, they should be feared or avoided. At the end of the day, life is too short to live in fear. Lesson number four, quick fixes lead to temporary results. Every month, there seems to be this secret breakthrough to speeding up your fat loss results. How to lose 30 pounds in 10 days is probably one of the most popular magazine covers that we are all bombarded with when we're standing in the grocery store lineups. But now we're bombarded with headlines like that even more with social media. So it's extremely confusing. But before you consider one of these fad diets, let me ask you this. What's your plan after your temporary plan? If you don't have a plan after one of these fad diets, just remember this, that temporary plans will yield temporary results. So instead of focusing 
on what everybody else is doing? Why not just pride yourself on not following these fad diets? Instead, make it a goal to find a sustainable plan that you can stick to forever where it is a lifestyle. And we have to quit with these temporary plans that you feel like trying just because it worked for somebody else. Find a plan that's realistic for you, your goals, and lifestyle, and you'll be able to easily stick to it. Lesson number five, maintaining your weight for a few weeks is progress. I get that we all want the scale to move down every single week, every single day. It would be nice, wouldn't it? But like we already mentioned, it's never going to happen that way. But what happens when the scale just stays the same? we still lose our shit where we are getting so upset and we think that there's something wrong with us or we screwed up the week, but we didn't do anything wrong. Maintaining your results is a huge win and we need to start celebrating those wins. Yet we don't see it that way because we are so impatient. (laughs) Understand that we have all been programmed to be impatient. We can send an instant message to our friends and get a response within seconds. We aren't even leaving voicemails anymore with the expectations of getting a response within 24 hours. We want that response within minutes and we can receive emails to our inbox in minutes and we don't even have to leave our house anymore to get groceries. Our entire world has evolved to be more efficient and convenient in all areas of our life. The one thing that has yet to evolve to create convenience for us is fat loss. There's not an app for that. There's not a magic pill you can take. There's not a secret product out there that's going to just at a snap of a finger make you lose all the weight that you want to achieve. Nothing has sped up the process for fat loss like everything else has in our world despite what some people might be trying to sell you on social media, but of course you're impatient. It has been created that that's an expectation for us that things should be instant. But we have to stop and just understand that this is the cards that we've been dealt with and it's gonna take time to lose weight. You have to remind yourself of this to be patient with your fat loss results every single day because you're constantly being conditioned that things should be happening instantaneously, that this one thing is not going to happen instantly. So we have to constantly remind ourselves. Otherwise, you're just going to drive yourself crazy when the scale stays the same every once in a while for a few weeks because it's going to happen. So have those conversations with yourself that, hey, this one area of my life, I need to be more patient. And the last lesson, lesson number six, The diet, it doesn't mean shit if you can't sustain it. We all want that secret workout program or that secret meal plan that's going to make our problems go away. But I hate to break it to you, there's not much more to it than that. There's no real secret. Having the most optimal program isn't going to do anything for you if you can't simply stick to it. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, seven days, not five. Weekends still count. We have to let go of this mentality that there's a secret way to make fat loss easy because as unpopular as it is to say, 
there really isn't. Yes, there are certain strategies that you can implement to help make it a little bit less difficult on you to optimize your results a little bit quicker, but it's not going to be effortless where it requires no additional work beyond that one hour in the gym. If anyone else is telling you otherwise, you're probably being tricked. So embrace the struggle that you're likely to face 24 seven when it comes to fighting for your goals and stop looking for that easy way out. Because if all you're looking for is a quick fix, I promise all you're going to achieve is temporary results. So those are my biggest lessons that I have learned over the last 10 years. There's been a lot of trial and error over this time period and I'm still learning each day. You know, the first few years of my fitness, my fitness journey were spent with me creating my own prison cell to my fitness goals, looking in the mirror and saying such awful things to myself, starving myself when I had one cookie because I was taught to believe that unless you eat chicken and broccoli seven times a day, all other food is gonna make you fat. Being a slave to that damn treadmill for hours every single day if I didn't stay on point with my plan, everything really did shift when I decided to stop treating myself like a prisoner who needed to be punished for eating quote-unquote bad food and started to treat myself like an athlete. I started to focus on strength gains in the gym, learning how to incorporate flexible dieting and how to eat food to fuel my body and achieve my strength goals. Over enough time, I'm a completely different person and you wouldn't even recognize the girl I used to be, but I can't help but wonder where I would be now if I realized these things a lot sooner. And I think I always knew these things, but I turned a blind eye to them. I had someone else telling me these things like I'm telling you guys today, and I just didn't listen. It took me so long to realize that I was focusing on all the wrong things and it got me nowhere. I'll never really know. All I know is that 10 years could have been seven. So please don't make the same mistake I made. Take your goals into your own hands and remember that you control the outcome. Find something you enjoy and stick to it. And in time, the results will follow. All right, team, that about wraps up this week's episode. I really do hope that you guys found it helpful. If you did, please do me a huge favor. Be sure to share this podcast episode with your friends and family who you might find this to be helpful for as well. And if you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. So that way we can reach more people and continue to spread the positive message and help more people with this episode. Thank you all again so much for listening. I look forward to chatting with you all again next week. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.